3: Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors is sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at intervine.com. Well, the blessing of my soul of what's wrong with me. I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love.
2: I'm all shook up. Welcome to Second Amendment Boom. Radio and yeah, The Great Outdoors. I swear, I just, it's impossible to guess what producer Chad is going to play as the music on this show. I did not, <laughs> I, I didn't expect that we would start with uh, The King. I didn't uh, think uh, I good stuff.
3: I thought it was, you know, it was like different. It. Hey. We,
2: we've never played Elvis on, on this show. So you know, it was due time. Yeah, due time. no, I, I'm digging it. Uh, yeah, welcome to another, uh, edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with, uh, producer Chad Ellis and joining us again, uh, through the marvel of modern technology connected to his home as we continue to practice proper social distancing. My partner, Bo Matthews.
3: Bo, how are you? Tony, I am good. Chad, good to hear from you. I didn't even know Chad knew who Elvis Presley was. That's the <laughs> craziest thing. <laughs>
2: I, when it started, I, I was like, what's he doing now?
3: And yeah, little, little <laughs> King, I'm digging it. I'm yeah. digging it. I just came, I just came in the house. I was out feeding my Dobermans. And uh, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're just uh, quarantining. Yeah. L- living the dream in quarantine.
2: Yeah. And on uh, Monday, uh, in, in, in depending on when you're listening to this, you listen to this on Cam Wax on Sunday. It's tomorrow. Uh, the stay-at-home order is starting to be lifted in St. Louis City and St. Louis County. That happens on Monday. Much of the state of Missouri that, you know, happened a couple weeks ago. So it's going to be interesting as now temperatures are also starting to warm up finally and... Uh, people are and businesses are going to start opening back up and people are going to start moving around again. So, you know, life could be changing again here as we go uh, through these next few weeks. It's going to be it's going to obviously be a very interesting process.
3: They haven't said it, but uh, they said, you know, restaurants that have opened in like Jefferson County, they can uh, fill to 25 percent of capacity. So you look at your family and pick the the 25 percent of the family that you want to take out to dinner. And that's who you should take.
2: <laughs> I like it.
3: Not everybody gets to go. <laughs> I like
2: it. Yeah, Vingham I mean, I, to go play. So uh, we have a family. <laughs> we have a family condo at the Lake of the Ozarks that I have not been to, and since since the pandemic has started. But my my mom has, my brother has, and I have friends that have been, you know, spending a lot of time at the lake. Of course, our buddy Mike Marfell, um, who was on the show last week and has been on the show many times throughout this uh, process, has been fishing down at the lake. And they opened back up when the governor made this the proclamation for the state. So right. they're – I have friends that have been to the lake that are going to bars and restaurants and just, you know – Having a it's good back time. to like oh, not full blown normalness, you know, normalcy, but back to that lifestyle of like, yeah, I was, we were at Applebee's, you know, sitting at a table, and our I went up to the bar and hung out for a few hours. Like, it's wow, yeah, and that interest. It, it for, to us, it's like. What you went to a bar <laughs> with people? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's you know that's the that's the process that we're all going to be going through here soon. Uh, yeah, what but those get... people are drinking a lot, so they're like, <laughs> I don't care. COVID's yeah. not going to get me. Nobody drinks in St. Louis. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get our friend Aaron Tarlo on the line. Aaron, of course, the owner of Southern Armory joins us at the beginning every week uh, of the show. Uh, Aaron, how's it going, my friend? Good. How are you, Tony? Doing good. Doing good. So, yeah, we were just talking. I'm sure you could hear us about uh, how the county and the city are, are going to start their phase one of the reopening process this week. Uh, the state is already, uh, in other places around Missouri, has already started that a, a couple weeks ago. So um, how is that going to affect you guys at Southern Armory and the gun industry as a whole? It's already been, obviously, a crazy time with a run on guns and ammo uh do you think reopening is gonna uh, have a a big effect on on you guys
1: so uh no i mean we've been open the entire time so with that being said i don't i don't foresee anything new we've already been limiting the number of people in the the shop and uh so with that being said we probably see maybe a little bit more traffic coming through people that we're nervous about coming out, probably mm-hmm. will start coming out now. And uh but uh you know yeah we've been we've been open so it's not, not gonna change a whole lot um you know for us. You know, we've always been already been limiting the number of people in the store and yeah. uh changing hours. So we've been talking about maybe going back to our semi normal hours. Uh we're gonna kinda see how things play out. It would have been noon to six uh every day uh and closed on Sundays Uh, when we were just closed on Mondays before. So uh, probably be uh, getting back to some sort of normal hours and uh, operations.
2: You know, we've had, you know, there's been extensions and waivers put on things like the tax deadline. um, And, you know, they've extended certain things because people maybe weren't able to, you know, renew whatever, you know, licenses or permits Mm -hmm. or things like that. Um, what about CCW uh licenses because they you you're, it runs out every five years. What if yours has expired in the last couple months and you were think, you know you were gonna go and in, in say you know April and and uh, and get renewed take a class or whatever and that wasn't available? Are you just out of luck or was that stuff extended like how did that affect that area of the gun industry if at all so
1: uh, Sheriff Marshak, who's you know been on the show a ton of time sure. Released uh, a memo basically saying, "Hey, as far as we're concerned, you are good. And when you know we reopen for normal business, then you can come in and, and renew. There'll be absolutely no penalty or late fees, etc. And if you need it uh, prior to that for some reason, let us know, and then we'll we'll take it by case by case basis. Explain that how that." Real-
2: just explain how that works for people that maybe, you know, are looking at getting their – you know, a lot of people have a uh, a new understanding or maybe have changed their their thinking on the Second Amendment. And, you know, we saw – we've seen a lot of people buying guns for the very first time ever, and now that they've kind of had that change of philosophy – When this is ending, maybe they will be going out to take their first CCW class. They just bought their first gun, you know, during the pandemic, and now they want to make sure that they have the proper training. So for those people, explain how that works, how to, what, what the CCW, uh, does for you, because a lot of people think, oh, I don't need it in the state of Missouri, so I'll never get it. And that's not really a a smart way to go. So explain how you need the training. Yeah, absolutely. So Aaron, explain how that works and, uh, how long it lasts and how the renewal process, all of it does.
1: You need a CCW for a few reasons. A, if you're involved in a shooting and you don't have it, the prosecutor could be like, look, he didn't even bother to go get the training. He didn't understand the use of force laws, and it's just, you know, bad news bears all the way around. So it could be used against you, not not have gone and and taken the class. Then when you look at where you can carry in the state, uh, there are places that you need a CCW permit to carry because they have an open carry ban, right, a ban on carrying firearms openly, and that also works as a concealed carry ban as well. And if you have the state permit, um, then all that goes away. You can open carry anywhere you want in the state. You can concealed carry anywhere you want in the state. Uh, When you're in St. Louis County, realize there's all these little municipalities that make it up, not just, you know, St. Louis County, unincorporated, but you have, like, the city of Crestwood, the city of Sunset Hills, the city of Kirkwood, the city of Maplewood, Ladue, right, Town & Country, et cetera, uh, Chesterfield, all who have their own police forces. And uh, those city councils at any time can enact an open carry ban, which acts as a ban on concealed carry without a permit as well. So they meet, you know, once a month, twice a month, and they can enact legislation that goes into effect and if you're not from that area you don't know you're not going to get on the Unicode and search every individual city in st louis county to see where you can and can't carry so it's just better off to get the permit and you're blanketed everywhere in the city everywhere in the state you can carry uh, openly or concealed and just be done with it what it also does is it opens up the possibility for you to carry in 30-something other states concealed so if you travel from here to florida you can go through, you know, Arkansas, Illinois, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, down to Florida, um, or even if you go through uh,
3: Tennessee. It sounds like you've made that run before. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you. you few times. Uh, Or if you're going out to Pennsylvania, you know, you can go through Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, out to Pennsylvania, and you're not going to have any issues um, as far as you not being able to carry the firearm or having the firearm in your vehicle concealed. And, you know, in some states, Missouri, not one of them, in order to have a loaded firearm in the vehicle, you have to have a CCW permit. So there's just little little itty-bitty differences between states that that CCW permit get you out of which is just well, phenomenal.
3: Aaron there's a lot of people that bought guns out of fear of the unknown and you know that's been good business for you but again I want to stress the fact that if you don't know how to clean the gun, if you don't know how to shoot the gun, if you bought it and you got it and you're like, okay, I'll, I've got it. But now you've got a little breather here with the, uh, you know, different municipalities opening up. You need to get that training done. You need to go into you know, to Southern Armory and learn how to clean that thing. Because when you clean it, the more familiar you're going to get with it. And so really training is absolutely key. Even if you're an uh, an experienced gun owner, if you have a new gun and you don't know it well enough, you've got to get that training. Don't you agree?
1: Yeah, and so the training is just more than cleaning the gun. It's talking about safe storage. It's talking about proper uh, steps for marksmanship. And and then, you know, uh, so you just – it's a good overall class to get because you're going to learn how to shoot it, store it, clean it, everything else. You need to remember that we really have just two enemies in the gun world, and it's politicians and rust. And I can fix the rust. (laughs) I I can keep you informed enough. To keep the politicians on their toes. So, with that being said, uh, taking that class is just a, a good way for you to, to learn uh, a lot about, you know, A, the laws and how they're set up and how they apply to you and then how to care for that firearm. And it's just a good all around. Class and, and it's, so, Aaron. Start... What
2: about what? What about the timeline on that for people that are listening and have their first gun but haven't had a chance to take a class because there hasn't been any available? Do you at Southern Armory have a timeline yet for when you think you're going to start offering the CCW training and advanced pistol classes and all the things that you guys were so known for before this pandemic hit?
1: So the the ranges are starting to finally open back up. Uh, we may be utilizing our private property. Uh, which is uh, here, just out. It's down 44 off the entire road uh, to host classes, because uh, I'm sure the, there'll be a lot of social distancing, etc. Required, um, and so taking a group of you know 12 or 15 uh, students into the range is just it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to limit class sizes to start with. Um, so at a certain point, we'll we'll just kind of feel this out and see what the guidelines are. Uh, for St. Louis County and what they're doing, um, but you know, as far as Jefferson County is concerned, they're they're open for business, and the ranges that we utilize in St. Louis County are are not open for business. So it's going to be it's going to be an interest interesting. Uh, mix, yeah. uh, to, say, to say the least.
2: And you mentioned you've been open this whole time, and of course people that listen to the this, this show or you know are in uh, the gun industry know that this has been a, a booming time for, for you guys as far as firearm and ammo sales. Ammo was the toilet paper of the gun industry for a while there. It was almost <laughs> impossible to find and it just seemed like people were stocking up and, and basically hoarding it. Um, as as things start to open back up has that run slowed down and are you do you have that inventory building back up or is it still a ghost town when it comes to that stuff
1: no we have guns starting to build back up ammunition starting to build back up so it's 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 really good now that you know we've got inventory in it's good for the consumer because they can come in and they can they can get ammunition they can uh, browse firearms uh it is getting to the point now where we are getting hey you know, four of these and three of these, and mm-hmm. um, so it is. It is good. Uh, they're still run on your semi-automatic rifles. Uh, AR-15 in our store has a, a life expectancy of less than a day and a half. So oh, wow. if you're, you're running, yeah, it's 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 pretty significant. So if you're wanting to get a you know semi-automatic rifle, you're wanting to get a handgun, you can come in and and ask because you know obviously we know what we have. Shipping in, and we're we are still pre-selling a lot of this stuff before it even hits the hits the the the, the loading dock, so to speak. So if you're you're in the market, you can call three uh, one four nine six five guns. That's nine six five guns, and talk to Jessica and see what we have coming in, or see what options are available, and get that gun either reserved for you or or specially ordered for you, or if you just want to kind of come in and, you know, look at a bunch of different guns, then we have that ability now as well.
2: Uh, so Southern Armory on Facebook, and also for people that want to come out and visit you, uh, how, do they, how do they find you, website, yeah. all that good stuff?
1: So we're, we're uh, located one mile east of 270 and 44 on Watson Road. The address is 9901 Watson Road, and you can come out and see us noon to six. That is um, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, and normal operations will hopefully resume here uh, soon. And then you can find us at Southern Armory on Facebook. You can listen to the podcast. We talk about more news issues at uh, Second Amendment uh, News Podcast on Facebook. And obviously, SouthernArmory.com.
2: SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. Great stuff. Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. Thank you so much, my friend. We will talk to you again next week. All right. thanks, sir. Bye. You bet. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk to our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory. Don't go anywhere. And we've got more. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors coming next.
0: My tongue gets tied when I try to speak. My inside shake like a leaf on a tree. There's only one who for this body of
2: Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and Bo Matthews. My partner is at home, connected uh through the marvel of modern technology as we practice proper social distancing bo uh you were just talking about Razorback Armory on the break there our buddy Jesse from Razorback Armory is going to be joining us in the next segment always great to talk to Jesse and get updated from him on uh what's happening in the industry and also uh want to get his opinion on some of the uh you know some of the the things that are happening around Uh, uh, the whole opening back up process. Um, at, that we will be going into this week, so uh, stick around for that. Yeah, it,
3: go ahead. And it's interesting because everybody, Aaron and Jesse, and the guys out at Osage County, they all have just a little bit different perspective on how they're dealing, you know, with the situation. So it's kind of cool to get everybody's perspective on, you know, this crazy time we're living in. Don't you think?
2: Absolutely. Oh, you, and you know what? This reminds me also to uh, remind everyone uh, about uh, what is happening at Intervine. Intervine, of course, is is one of the great sponsors of this show and uh, a local family-owned company that makes the brightest, longest-lasting camping LED flashlights and lanterns and headlamps. And now that we are reopening and the weather's getting nicer, you're going to be spending more time outdoors, maybe going camping. Uh, it's also storm season. We saw some storms here just very recently and so it's always good to have a, a a solid lantern or flashlight in the house for storm season. And, of course, you want that stuff when you're going out and camping. And uh, you can still take advantage of an amazing offer from Intervine. Actually, two amazing offers from Intervine. One is an opportunity to just get a free lantern. All you have to do is send an email to VIP at Intervine.com, and you will get a bounce back. That will give you the details on how to go about getting that free lantern. Both of you guys have that, right? Both of yes. you guys got the free lantern? Yeah, I got mine. Nice, nice. I, I just got, I got my, my gift card sitting right here. I had to get, um, uh, I had to buy James, my three year old, uh, a lantern from Intervine this past week because Maggie, my nine year old, has one that I've talked about many times that she uses as her <laughs> nightlight and. You know, if He's one, kid, if one kid has it. it, the other kid has to have it. Said, so where's mine? We got it. We, we also got a lantern, uh, another lantern from Intervine this week. So uh, uh, that's again, VIP. Just send an email to VIP at intervine.com, I N T E R V I N E dot com, and you can claim your free lantern that way. And also you can get 50% off everything at Intervine. And he said that this offer was going to last. Through the uh, pandemic, so now that things are starting to open back up, you know I don't know how much longer this offer is going to be there at Intervine. So you want to take advantage of it while you still can. Fifty percent off everything: lanterns, flashlights, headlamps, and most importantly, what I took advantage of the most with the fifty percent off is stocking up on batteries. If you're anything like my house, with I have three kids. Obviously televisions and toys and everywhere. Everything takes batteries. They have batteries in all sizes, you know, triple, double A, cd all of the regular sizes. And you can stock up on batteries at fifty percent off the prices are already fantastic. And then fifty percent off is just stupid. Uh and you could do that fifty percent off by going to intervine.com and using my name Tony. As your discount code, or go to intervine dot com slash tony if you prefer to shop on amazon because that 'll take you to the Amazon page with the fifty percent off is automatically applied. So don't miss that opportunity to get 50% off everything at in intervine again that's i n t e I-N-T-E-R-V-I-N-E, r v i n e intervine.com. Also want to remind you about our podcasts. We put out two podcasts of the show every week. The first goes out on Friday and that's actually the show podcast that you you hear air through the weekend. Uh we we I never heard of a radio show that does this, but it it we do it because we know that a lot of you are out and about in the great outdoors for the weekend, and you may want to have the podcast at your disposal and not wait for it to air on the radio so we we release the show podcast on Fridays and then we release the podcast exclusive, which is a a discussion, some content that you can only get via the podcast on Mondays, and we mentioned Jesse from Razorback. He's going to join us in the next segment, and he's also going to stick around for that podcast exclusive. You can get both of our podcasts every week many, many places, but I think the best place to get it is the Radio.com app, uh, which is free, and once you have the Radio.com app on your phone or whatever device, you can favorite the radio station, and then you can stream the station 24-7, rewind live radio with the Radio re- Rewind feature, and download the podcast of this and every Every other show on the station. So uh, make sure you are checking that out. Uh, well, we got a few minutes here before we talk to Jesse. I wanted to touch base on some stories from uh, around the country and here locally. None bigger in the world of firearms or, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, shooting stories, gun stories than what is happening down in Georgia. We don't get too political on this show very often, but I do think it's important that we mention that uh that issue down there with the shooting of the uh, guy who was just out for a jog unarmed man was jogging. Uh, a couple of guys thought that he matched the description of a. A uh, burglary suspect and attempted to stop this guy while he was jogging and uh, ended up getting into a little bit of a fight and then uh, they shot this guy. And my opinion on this is that if you are a person who values your Second Amendment rights, this is the kind of thing that you need to speak out against because th- – when I, as much as I stand up for things like the Castle Doctrine and you know protecting yourself with a gun, uh, this was not protecting yourself, in my opinion. This is something that uh, that does not your your Second Amendment rights do not extend to uh, what we saw happen to this guy in Georgia. So um, that's where I stand on it. You have any thoughts on it, Bo?
3: Well, uh, you know, it it startled me and it saddened me because, you know, the claim was the headlines everybody first saw was that uh, an unarmed man was out for a jog. And uh, these two uh, white guys, uh, you know, pulled over and got, like you said, got into a tussle and he ended up getting shot and killed. But a lot of people have not seen the other footage uh, other than the guy that was following the pickup truck. Because just a few minutes before that, there was a video of this young man that was running. He was in a new construction build home where there were video cameras. And the, the one guy was a retired police officer, I believe, uh, that was in the pickup truck with his son. They actually, there's a 911 call that coincides with the guy in the house. And as the guy, as uh, 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 Ahmad uh, Arbery, as mm-hmm. he's in the house, the 911 phone call is being made. And uh, uh, just during the call at the very end, he goes, hey, he's leaving the house. He's running out of the house right now. So the guy was like maybe scoping out where what he was going to maybe take in the future. I'm not saying he's a thief. I'm just saying he was where he shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. So uh, then then they ended up, you know, the guy uh, Ahmad uh, took off and they were following him. And, and because the guy had, you know, police background, which, you know, citizens arrest is a real thing, even in the state of Georgia, where, you know, they have very liberal uh, Second Amendment rights. Um they were they were following him waiting for the police to show up because 911 had already been called. Have you seen the footage of him in the in the the uh, new construction house? Yeah,
2: I've seen all that and I agree that he was somewhere that he wasn't supposed to be and that he, somebody should have investigated that and seen what he was up to. But I will never agree that uh, these two guys stopping him and getting into that confrontation with him was the right thing to do. That was
3: right that because was an overreach. Because nobody
2: and they need to pay the yeah, price. Yeah, because for
3: it. he was not committing. A, I mean, he did, He yes, he was trespassing. Okay, he was trespassing inside that house. I I agree with you. I don't believe that they. I think they should have followed him, and while the police caught up with him. Uh, the uh, glynn county police officer uh the one that you know was coming to the scene he wasn 't there yet, so these guys took it upon, upon themselves so you know it's it's just scary thoughts of the Michael brown case came up so much because you remember in that case when he strong armed uh that uh, store owner and then within a few minutes his confrontation happened with uh darren you know and it 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 's just sad that it happened like that because nobody should have died in this situation there was Absolutely not a life threatening there was not there was a there was not a life threatening situation other than him charging at uh, the guys in the pickup truck
2: yeah after they stopped him when they had no
3: business stopping him in my opinion the- just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I I, <laughs> I, I, I get it. You know, it's it's kind of like if you're at Walmart and, and you see somebody. Matter of fact, oh gosh, what am I thinking? I was just at Walmart yesterday, and I was in the self checkout line, and I'm having an issue checking out because I rang up three pizzas and I only was buying two. And I'm I look over and this uh, the the service lady is like uh, having a problem with this guy, and what he had was he had a, a an air conditioning unit, like a window air conditioning unit, in his cart. But he went over to the checkout and he waved the uh, his soda pop in front of the scanner and was paying for that. And he was going to walk out with this air conditioner in his cart, you know, making it look like, yes, he did make a purchase, but he did not, you know, he did not uh, scan that right. air conditioning unit mm-hmm. that was sitting in there. So my point is, as a civilian, is it my job to stand in his way and to stop him it's the answer is absolutely no this yeah. this is not a place for a civilian to be involved
2: no if you want to take some pictures of the person or his the the license plate or like you said follow them and let yeah. the police know where they're at you know that's a totally different story i just think it makes and i'll probably get a lot of uh of pushback on this but i am a huge Second Amendment rights supporter, obviously. The name of this show is Second Amendment Radio, um, and uh, I, I just feel like this makes uh, Second Amendment advocates look bad when something like this happens, and the people that perpetrated it try to use their Second Amendment rights as their defense for
3: something that they should not have done. And so, well, during this, Tony, Justice during this right. time yeah of course and and during this time of you know the shutdowns and quarantines and everything, you know, I'm even feeling a little anxiety myself. I've had a couple of anxiety attacks, and it's you know middle of the night, I'll wake up breathing hard, and it's like what well, you know it's just everything. it's you know everybody is on edge, you're not everybody, but yeah, you get to those weird. moments where yeah.
2: the world's weird it's right just now. a
3: lot yeah, and at the beginning of this when we were doing the shutdown thing, a lot of times uh the movie Purge uh, entered my mind, and I thought, wow, what well, you know, what are we gonna go to if we cannot find our toilet paper? Or, you know, whatever we're after the meat, you know, the meat department's, uh, you know, are people going to be stealing? You know, and, and uh, Sheriff Marshak said that, you know, that is a poten there's a potential for more robberies and more burglaries going on because people are getting, they're, they may get desperate more so than yeah. in normal times. And that's so, why it's
2: good to uh, have a gun and that's why it's good to defend your house and defend yourself with it. And um, I think that everybody should practice that. Um, and, uh, you know, take advantage of the, the rights that we have to, to protect yourself and your property and your life and your family and all of that. Uh, let's, uh, change the subject a little bit here. You mentioned about, you know, just how weird and, and, uh, crazy the world has been and different things have been. Maybe one good thing that has come out of this is people being reintroduced to the quote-unquote great outdoors. In, in fact, the people have been going to the great outdoors so often that at the beginning of this, they tried to say, well, you know, uh, stores and stuff are closed, but parks are open. So, you know, in, go out and enjoy the parks. And so many people went to the parks that they went, hold on. There's too many people in the parks. We have to close the parks, and the same thing happened in, in places like Florida and California, where they have beaches. You know, they will keep the beaches open. Nope, too many people on the beaches. We have to, we have to close the beaches. Uh, so right. maybe, uh, maybe this has uh, introduced some people back to uh, how great it can be. You know, to be outside, uh, hiking, camping, going for walks through some of the great parks that we have in the area. Do you think that
3: maybe uh, this
2: has exposed some people to that?
3: Uh, possibly, and and you know, I was at, like I mentioned, I was at Walmart the other day, and uh, I walked by the bicycle uh, department. I just sent you the picture of the the racks of all empty racks of where the bikes were. My my first question was, wow, you know, I have seen a lot more families out and about riding their bikes in their neighborhoods, or you know, maybe they're using them at parks or whatever. But then my second thought was, is it because if those bicycles are made in China, those mm. boats are not coming now to America to deliver more bikes. Is that the reason? I, it was just so odd to see it because we've had the run on TP. It, it is. We've it's, seen we've seen the run. On, no, we've seen the run on ammo, and now the run on bikes. I mean, is, is
2: every I don't time know. I go shopping, I'm shocked at the things that there are plenty of and the things that are gone. Remember when there was no pasta? Remember when the when the pasta <laughs> aisles yeah, no were, beans. were completely yep. empty? Like. What? Like, why are why is there no pasta? Why are there no bikes? Yeah, are people hoarding bicycles? Like, it it's
3: it is it's it's just it's just weird. Uh, but- I'll be honest with you the meat the meat uh, companies you know the Smithfields and the Tyson's of the world the food packing plants I heard uh, stories about uh, even the vegetable you know frozen vegetable companies mm-hmm. are having bouts of you know many people getting sick with the uh, COVID nineteen. So that has been a concern. And I don't own a deep freeze you, like you probably do. You got probably one of those two body chest freezers. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I do. Uh, but, but I'm the, I know I, I figured you, you would be. Um, but my wife is a vegetarian. So I'm more, I'm more worried about providing for her because I've got a, you know, my refrigerator freezer is packed with meat. Uh, but lettuce, you can't freeze it or store it, uh, for more than a couple of days. So I've been definitely going out and, you know, trying to scrounge up, you know, my gathering for my wife who's, you know, Eating beans and lettuce and that's about it.
2: Well, we mentioned that starting this week, this coming week, the city of St. Louis and St. Louis County are starting their reopening phase, so that could, uh, you know, start uh, to change things once again, and it's one of the things that we I want to talk to Jesse from Razorback Armory with when we get back, so uh, we'll take a break here. Don't go anywhere. More Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors coming with Jesse. Uh, Jesse from Razorback Armory, don't go anywhere. And the great outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. And uh, my partner, Bo Matthews, is at his home as we continue to practice proper social distancing. And uh, that song could be apropos that Chad just played, Freedom, Um, as things start to open back up in the county and city this week. There could be some people singing Freedom, that they finally get a chance to get out and get moving again. Uh, In just a moment, as we mentioned in that last segment, we are going to bring our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory in to the discussion, and since we're talking to Razorback Armory, of
3: course, it's brought to you by, Uh, surprisingly, Razorback Armory, (laughs) they're a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts, gunsmithing, they customize your ARs, they can do it all, just go see them, find them at RazorbackArmory.com, and tell them Bo sent you when you go in.
2: Yeah, and let's get uh, Jesse into the discussion right now, Jesse, great to uh, talk with you again, my friend, how's it going? That's going good. How are y'all today? I yeah, can't complain. Um, as we've been talking about throughout the show, the state of Missouri opened up as a whole a couple weeks ago, I think on May 4th. The city and the county waited a little bit longer, and uh, they are starting phase one of reopening uh, on Monday this this week. Do you think you guys have been open? You know, throughout this entire process, obviously you've uh, you know changed your business practices a little bit to protect your staff and your customers and all that. But but the doors have still been open at Razorback Armory. Uh, so, do you expect this to uh, to change anything at the store? Affect your business at all, or? Is Is it just business as usual because you guys have been open the whole time anyway?
0: Um, we're kind of looking at it as business as usual. We're going to keep up the practices that we've instated. you know, with the disinfecting, uh, just letting the three people in three people out as we, you know, kind of navigated that kind of earlier to figure out what works for us. We're just going to keep implementing those, but, uh, uh, we, we expect, uh, and, and we're seeing it, We're the crowds aren't really, it, it kind of is not that panic stage, but we're definitely seeing a, a good amount of customers, a lot of new faces, uh, a lot of people that we've
2: uh, uh, sold to in the past that are coming through. So, yeah, we're staying busy. And, yeah, we were talking earlier in the show about you know are things starting to get back to normal at all in the firearms industry as far as your inventory on on uh firearms and of course and ammo more than anything uh is that run slowing down for you guys at all at Razorback or is it still um as intense as it has been throughout this whole process No
0: it's it's uh it's still staying up there yeah. um we're so my my normal day now is in the morning, uh, starting six: thirty, seven o'clock, depending on where the vendors are, uh, con- contacting them, making sure our ammo stream is is staying up, and our firearms are, are coming in our parts, especially for our custom builds, um, kind of making sure I still have a good selection and variety to, to keep doing what we do. Um, and then, kind of throughout the day, checking back with different wholesalers and vendors via email, text, direct phone line calls, uh, just to keep the product going. Um, but we're we're still seeing you know customers coming through the door. We've still got a line sometimes. If you come by, you know there'll be people outside. Uh, but uh, uh, we're, we're 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 definitely experiencing the same volume. And then as far as shipping and product coming in. Uh, some vendors of mine are still three to four weeks behind in shipping. Yeah. Wow.
3: Wow. And Hey, I got a question during this downtime, a lot of people working from home or, or not working at all. Are they taking this time, Jesse, to come in and and do customization of their, maybe their AR that they've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, maybe they got their little influx from, uh, from president Trump with their bank accounts. And do, are they using that opportunity or what do you think?
0: Yeah. Yes. I'm, uh, I've, I've worked with uh, at least dozen, maybe you know, eighteen people now um, who have thought about doing a build of an AR and uh, thought about basically doing it themselves too. So, selling them the parts and pieces, and then kind of what did you on What did you call it?
2: What did you call it a few weeks ago? Like a stimulus build or something like? You had a name for it?
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty much that. bill uh, <laughs> But uh, so we're seeing we're definitely seeing that. I'm seeing a lot of people coming in and uh, you know, basically doing a build sheet with me and saying, Yeah, I'll take that. When can you have it for me? So we're we're getting them the pieces and parts. But there there's a lot of people that are looking at this downtime at home and putting their gun together and we've you know, stuff we've maybe been talking about or they talk to a buddy of theirs, and you know they 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 wind up getting in our shop, and then we uh kind of walk through it with them, and you know we we always tell them this, hey, if you get over your head, if you get into something that you're not you know YouTube can't help you, you're done you know don't don't get frustrated, come back and see me, let's talk about it if it's something I can fix for you real quick, I'll put that part together, you can keep building it that way you've put together your own gun. You know, you've got that pride and ownership and craftsmanship that you did it. And it's a project that a lot of guys want to take on. Some of them don't have the time, which now they've got time and other people kind of look at all the small parts and pieces and it, it frustrates them or kind of, um, they think it's something they can't do or they didn't want to start trying to do it. So we, uh, Or there for them. If if that's something they are interested in and want to do, we'll
2: make it happen. Uh, Don't forget about the podcast. We have two podcasts of the show. I mentioned it earlier. Of course, the show podcast on Fridays that we release and the podcast exclusive that comes out on Monday. And In fact, we are going to continue this conversation with Jesse from Razorback Armory on that podcast exclusive, so make sure you're downloading it. Wherever you get podcasts, I would suggest the Radio.com app is the best place to do so. Uh, Jesse, before we end the Show and switch over to the podcast exclusive. Uh, remind folks how they can find you guys uh, physically, website, social media, all that stuff. So we are
0: in Pair, Missouri, 12072 Manchester Road, half a mile east of 270, uh, right next to the tennis shop. Can't miss it. We're right next door. Um, social media, so Razorback Armory on Facebook, Jesse Razorback on Facebook and Instagram, Um and uh, basically, you know, any any other format you would like, we mm-hmm. can call us, text
2: us, anything. Like razorbackarmory.com dot com on the web, right? Correct. Yeah. Very good. Good stuff. All right. Well, Jesse's going to stick around and be a part of the podcast exclusive. Make sure you are downloading that every week. We appreciate uh, everybody who checks out the show on the radio and, of course, on the podcast. For my partner, Bo Matthews, and producer, Chad Ellis, I am Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Yeah.
3: This has been Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at intervine.com.
2: TuneIn is the audio platform with
0: something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word